focusing on an emerging generation of kings. While we're worshiping tonight, I saw a company of angels, right? And I saw some people in like a boat on a raging storm, you know? And whilst those um, folks, I mean, I, I can't say exactly who they are, but I saw them on that storm, and in the middle of that storm, I see the Lord coming in the boat. So not like the storm ceased, but there was peace in their hearts. So the troubles they had at the point, everything just ceased. Right. I'm so grateful for that time of worship. And I mean, this weekend I've had such a very long week. And I mean, I came into church even this morning with a very tired body and the likes. And I just felt light after the worship. And I give praise to Jesus. I'm going to be admonishing us briefly this um, evening. And to be very, very honest, you know, I like to come very plain, not like he told me before. And it was last night, Peter called me about something else, like he would always do. And he said, oh, I might not come to Lekki. And I said, God forbid, <laughs> you know. And, <laughs> you know, so he said, okay, I'm not sure I may, I may not, but prepare. But, you know, the Solomon in me, the FOS, the flesh operating system, told myself that Peter will come in Jesus' name. You know, and I slept like 1 a.m. this morning, thinking like, God will help me arrange Pastor Dami's um, calendar. Until when it was time for us to leave for Lake, and I went to meet Peter and say, ah, sir, we are going, you know. Peter said, okay, receive strength, grace, and utterance. <laughs> ah. I said, grace and utterance. I said, okay, it's going, but still not sure. I said, God will give you grace to smoothen your... So while we're even worshiping, I was even almost giving Minister Vicky either. People should, even people should keep singing, no. Because all this time you are saving, what are you saving it for? To do what? <laughs> you know? Until Peter said, um, the setup has happened again, right? So um, I'm trusting God that the, the few words I'm going to share tonight, right, uh, is going to bless someone. Um, I'm always very careful when it comes to the things of God, not like I do the things of the world on a normal day, right? So when it comes to spontaneity, you can call me to say anything. If I, when I was on campus my first and second year, I was doing MC across town, yeah, both local MC and on campus MC, right? By my third year when they wanted to make me church school, that was then I knew I was shy. You know, because on the podium, you can just be cracking any other jokes, but when it comes to things of God, don't go and crack jokes that will crack your life. <laughs> you know, so... I mean, when it comes to the word and church, I, I don't want to say I get very uncomfortable, but it's always a very, as much as a lot of people feel like I'm a talking person, when it comes to church, I become very, I become extremely shy, extremely shy. And um, I'm trusting God for uh, more grace, Abby. It is coming for you. All right. So I know we've been talking about, um, and I please, I want to crave our indulgence to please follow my kind of um, communication, right? I prefer listing out things. I feel like for me, it's a better way of communicating. And um, we've been talking about the Holy Spirit. We're talking about our identity in Christ. We've been talking about the influence of the Spirit. And I sort of feel like um, 
as believers, and as much as possible, I'm going to be making today's admonition very experiential. As believers, we need to understand that the Holy Spirit sits at the center of everything we do our entire life. And I also believe that the problem is not the awareness. The problem is the activation. So all of us sort of know that, oh, I have Holy Spirit. I mean, just like Peter said, we always say, something told me. You know, I was just in Kenneth today um, that when I was flying from Enugun, the aircraft that I took, that aircraft started with storm and ended with storm. And I was not supposed to return to Lagos on Friday, but I just had to pressurize my people to say, book my, change my ticket, let me come back to Lagos on Friday. So when we got to the middle of the road on air, I was telling myself that something told me to wait till Saturday. You understand? Or there wasn't the Holy Spirit, because of course I landed safely. <laughs> but I'm just saying that at every point in our lives, we've all had that situation where we said, something told me. I just felt like something, right? Um, I felt like I remember when my car was boggled. I stay in Fadei, by the way, so don't look at my suit, the main frame of Fadei, right? My car was boggled in Fadei, and I came back from work that night. And to be very honest, the Holy Spirit told me, pack your car inside the compound. There's space. Not like there's no space. Right? But I just told myself that, ah, me. Then I was using Toyota Matrix. This was 20, 20, 2018 or 2017. That it is Corolla they usually rub now. That's how much is the brain box of Toyota Matrix? I packed it on a Thursday. Right? And I just woke up that morning like, okay, let me go to work. Oh. In my normal way. And I start pressing key. Key was not pressing. These guys didn't even remove my brain box. They removed the battery of the car. <laughs> right? So, and I had to tell my then flatmate to say, the Holy Spirit told me yesterday to park this car in the compound. So, the truth is, a lot of times, we know that there's an Holy Spirit, there's a Holy Spirit somewhere. We are aware, but it's just activating. So, if I ask a couple of us that do we all have piggy vests on our phones, all of us will say, oh, yes, I do, I save money with it. But if they ask you, how much have you saved this year? Some of you have broken your collar on piggy vest, like, you've saved your life. You understand? Does that mean piggy vest doesn't work? It works. But the fact that we don't use it, do you understand? So the problem is not like, when they say, if you have piggy vest, raise up your hand. All of us will probably raise up our hands. But if you use piggy vest, raise up your hand. There will be few people. So the problem is not knowing that there's Holy Spirit. The problem is utilizing and activating the Holy Spirit. So I also want to talk to us briefly this evening on how to activate, how to get the Holy Spirit to work, right? So I know in this series, Pastor Dami is going to be teaching us a lot about the Holy Spirit. And if all is just teaching us, we're just taking and storing. We're just taking and storing. It will be as good as us not being around, right? A man who can utilize 2% knowledge that he has access to is better than a man who has access to 100% knowledge without using it. So the fact that we are so loaded with information about the Holy Spirit is not enough. Right? It is now time for us to do what? To activate. And I want to try as much as possible to make it very practical, very real life. Are you ready this evening? All right. The first way we can activate the Holy Spirit power in our lives, it's through faith. Can someone say faith? faith. Say faith. faith. We're not saying it as if we mean it to. Can we say faith? faith? 
Joba, you didn't say faith. Eh? Say, don't say it as if you want to toast a girl. Now say it as if you want to shout at an arm robber. Faith. Uh-huh. Say faith. It's the faith. <laughs> Hallelujah. Alright, so faith for me is like one of the first ways to activate the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And I wouldn't like to go through what faith means. We all know the Bible says faith is the substance of what? Things hope for the evidence of things not seen. And the Bible began to speak in one of them in, in Hebrews, saying that the just shall live by what? Shall live by faith. The truth is, the replication of the Spirit of God in our life is expressed through our faith actions. Is anybody getting what I'm saying? The way we can show that we're led by the Spirit is when we take what? Faith-based actions. Do we understand? There are a lot of times when the Holy Spirit will ask us to do seemingly stupid things. Seemingly stupid things. Right? And, and I'm going to share with us a very practical example. So, so I had mentioned, and I shared in church, church recently, that you know, my, my organization got a grant where we're supposed to implement a project, and I came up with this beautiful name for this beautiful idea. And by the time we met the implementing partner, they saw that the idea is so beautiful. Right? By the time we had the first meeting with them, the Holy Spirit told me to go and register, to first of all trademark the name, that name, and also go and register it as an organization on its own, with its own life, as an initiative, right? And out of just, you know, not like, don't let me now form as if I'm like, Holy Spirit will say go, I'll not quick run, you know. There are times when the Holy Spirit will say go, and I'll be like, Is, you get. But I just did it out of, let me just do it. And coincidentally, after our first and second meeting, you know, when you're talking with a friend, when money is not involved, your conversation is smooth. The moment there is money, they change mouths. By the time they got money, and started receiving money here and there, they started saying, oh, that's your idea. We got someone who is ready to fund it somewhere in another state in Nigeria. Right? And I told them clearly and plainly that, ah, hey, yeah, that good, though. Do you want us to give us, do you want to give us the money? Or you want to go and look for another idea name? Because this particular idea already has a name, trademarked, and has an organization. Do you imagine what would have done if I didn't take that step of faith? Because it was so stupid of me to register an organization without anything. So there are times this week, God is going to be telling us, go and open a dumb account for your business. And you're like, God, I don't even have a client in VI. Talk less of abroad. Do you understand? But the expression of the Spirit of God in us is through faith-based step. Right? A lot of times the devil comes through our feelings, sort of instruct us. And a lot of times our feelings always look right, but they are not always right. I mean, the Bible didn't say the just shall live by their feelings. The Bible says the just shall live by what? By faith. So you should be asking yourself, the reason why some believers don't take giant steps is because they've been taking feelings-led steps, not faith-based steps. Right? The Holy Spirit will not tell you to do things within your own space that you can see the beginning to the end. A lot of times when the Holy Spirit is leading you to do things, they are always faith-based. See, anything you don't need faith for may not be of God. That's the truth. That's the truth. That's the truth. 
The Bible, I mean, this is not, this is just a word. The Bible says, the just, the righteous shall live by what? By faith. We live, we live our life by faith. It means any step you take. If you go for a job interview and they're asking you, what's the offer you can get? You won't tell them 150K because your last salary was 70K. You tell them, can you do 700,000 naira, basic, without insurance and other additional. And they'll be like, uh-uh. With how many years' experience? Do you understand? Sorry? <laughs> so God is saying to us tonight, one of the ways we can activate the spirit in us, with all the words you have heard, if someone is not saying, oh, I'm sick, or your neighbor, you get home tonight, and your neighbor is saying, ah, it's like there's, an, there's one headache worrying me two days ago. Your feeling will say, ah, shorty low parastamol. Do you understand? But what will faith say? Uh-uh, headache. I don't even need to lay hands on you. Can that headache disappear this moment? Now, go and sleep. By the time you wake up, you'll be well. This is what faith says. The reason why we don't dream big, big as believers is because we make feelings-based projections. So if someone is asking you, where are you going to be in the next five years? You tell yourself, mm, based on what I'm seeing. No. The Bible says, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. Your future is not based on your own personal plan. It is God who is holding your future. So when you are projecting about your life and you are saying, in the next 10 years, I was just with someone yesterday, last night, and you know, I was telling the person that, oh, my, my picture kind of wedding is um, small reception. That same night, I want to travel to Maldives. And I want to get the Schengen visa. I want to visit seven you know, countries and all of that. And the person is like saying, why are you not being realistic? I said, is it your reality? Yeah. Do you understand? So the world, the world cannot understand the things you eat. We don't live by feelings. We don't live by the economy. We live by faith. So how do you begin to activate the spirit of God within you this week? By faith. By faith. You've opened your business for three years. You don't have a dumb account. Open the account by faith. Register that business by faith. Call the name of your business what it will become, not who you are now. Do you understand? This is how you can live by the Spirit. It is not theory. It is practical. I mean, the, the way I'm so hyped up today, after today's service, if someone dies on my street, I will tell the person, bring the dead body. It is not me to raise. It is God. I will just pray by faith and I will live. It is God that does the raising. I do the praying. Do you understand? So, we have so much of imposter syndrome to say that I want to do it. It is not our work. So, make the projection this week by faith. By the time you're posting, I told, I told my team two weeks ago, and I said that the same way we went to Abuja for a sexual meeting, that someday we're going to go to the United Nations headquarters, all right, to go and speak. I, I, I don't even know how it's going to happen. I don't know when it's going to happen. But the Bible says that none of the word of the Lord falls what comes out and falls to the ground without doing what? Without fulfilling that which is. So for me, I'm just speaking out the word. By what? By what? Faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The second way we can activate the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit in our lives is through prayers. It's through prayers. I, I mean, Pastor Dami spoke a lot about that today. A lot of times we, we, we sort of, 
I don't know the right word to use now. We sort of posture prayers. Um, it's a sacred thing. But we fail to understand that prayer is just communication. It's just communication. I mean, if I publicly say some prayers I've said, some people will be like, this guy is not born again. So when we were on air yes, on Friday, I was telling God that God, see, if I die now, my mother has been wanting me to get married. Don't just let that woman be distraught all the rest of her life. Oh. Please just, God, save, if you don't want to save me because of me, save me because of my mother. For me, I was just communicating with God. I'm just communicating with God. How many of us will see our biological father and say, good morning, sir. I worship your holy name and I bless you because you are the father of my family. I give you all the praise. What shall we render? So I'm not saying all of these things are not good. But the world has tried to package communication with our father with so much extra irrelevancies. The disciples were talking to Jesus and Jesus said, if you want to talk to the father, how do you pray? He said, you say, my father in heaven, hallowed be to your name, your kingdom, come. Your will be done on well. As it is in heaven, he said, give us what? This day, our daily bread. He has not even thanked God for two minutes. I already asked him for daily bread. So don't even be shy to ask God, say, God, as I'm awake this morning, I don't feel like praying. Eh? But please help me. I have a terrible boss. I don't know how to manage it. Don't go and start saying, shakalaba. No, hold on. Pray in understanding. Talk to God. So God is saying, calm down, calm down. See, I understand your tongues. But yeah, bam, saw Yoruba. Do you understand? I feel like God is saying, leave all these paparazzis. Leave all these shenanigans. Just calm down. Calm down. A friend of mine stayed with me for like two weeks and said, now so you do devotion. I said, ah, if I'm watching Netflix before the night and I sleep out, sleep in my sitting room, by the time I wake up, I'll just keep talking. I'll just keep talking. God, I thank you. I had a very terrible dream. I don't understand, right? And I don't even know. This is the challenge I'm facing. Can we sometimes even just sit God down and have a conversation? And say, I mean, good morning, God. See, I don't even understand the trajectory of my life. I'm tired. I just got out. They've served me breakfast. And this breakfast is hot. God. Myself. Oh. <laughs> Do you understand? God is calling us to communion, to communion. Do you understand? He's saying, come and sit down at the table. Let's talk. Let's have a conversation. So this week, another way we can activate the Holy Spirit in us. As you're going through the day, you're asking God, don't wait till you have a place to say, shabalabala. No, 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 no. You can shambala later. But God is saying, as you're going through the day, you are saying, God, this driver is making me angry. Mama, shake my phone. Holy Spirit, help me. Oh. Do you know that's prayer? That's prayer. And the Bible is saying, those that must worship him, must worship him what? In spirit and in truth. Some of us, we are praying the prayers we've been taught. Not the way we should pray from our hearts. We are so used to this formality of saying, oh God, I worship you, I bless you. They are all good. But can you talk to God as a father? This is how you can activate the... Let God know your emotions. Some of us even form for God. You are going through pain, you are speaking in tongues. God, I'm going through pains, I don't even understand. This is how we can... Because the Holy Spirit is oppressing. He's saying, talk to me. It is me that gave you tongue. Don't give me my tongue back. Let's, let's have a conversation. You get, let's reason together. 
What are you going? Tell me, I know, but say with your mouth. God is saying you can activate the Holy Spirit through what? Through prayers. That is why when we, when we preach to new believers, we must ensure that we are not posturing our dynamic kind of life on them. Because some people will receive the Holy Ghost without falling. Some people just be walking past and bashala. They will just receive. For example, me, I, I, I can't even, I think it was NYC. They just did one altar call then. And I saw that I was speaking in tongues. I didn't fall down. But some people will break camera and break everything. And break. So it is dynamic. There's no straight through to say, if you want to pray, wake up, raise up your heart. Some people would even say, ah, but you are not serious if you are lying on the bed talking to God. So are you God? Like, are you God? I'm not even saying that you should now not be serious with prayer, so. Like, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying that, I'm just saying that we shouldn't, yeah, it is not, it is not by the drama and the shenanigans of the flesh. God is saying, I want to just listen to you talk. Can we spend some time during this week to just express our hearts to God? To just say, see God, this is what I'm going through. I am angry. There was a time in my life when I was angry with my mom. It was, it was until February 2021, 2020. I had gone to meet, um. One of my mentors, and she was just having a random conversation with me, you know. And I said something, and I said, "Eh, hey, I your mom." I said, "She's just there," and I didn't know I was angry with my mom, right? Not because she did anything bad, but because my dad was an is an extreme opposite of my mom. My dad, the only thing he has ever told me in my life as correction is, "Don't be silly." That's the that's the highest he has ever said in his life to me since I've known him. But my mom has used every measure in this world. Including taking me from a private school to a public school. Wow. Right? So, I sort of kept that resentment in my heart. For a very long time. And not like I wasn't taking care of her and all of that. Until she told me to say that, can you go to God and express your heart? Can you tell God what you're feeling? I had to go back and say, God, this is, what, this is how I'm feeling. I felt bad in GS2 when I wasn't going to class. And instead of my mom reprimanding me, she, she took me away from Alegoki High School. To stay senior high school, you only agege. On Mulero Road. Right? Of course, if you're like a normal childhood thing. But I was angry. I was angry. You understand? And that season of my life, eh? <laughs> All the traces of Oluomoish in my body is from that period. It was then I knew how to, then, okay, I saw how they broke bottles and used it in the flesh. Of human beings. <laughs> you understand? So, 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 so I had to go get to a point where I sat down and I expressed my heart to God. So prayer is another major way of communicating and activating the power of God in our lives. Is someone getting something tonight? Number three is worship. Worship. Um, for prayer, we can use Matthew 6, 9 to 14. Um, worship. Worship. I mean, worship helps us create the kind of atmosphere we want, right? If you don't have anything to say, just, just worship God. A lot of people say that um, the social media age has now brought a lot of distraction. As much as it has brought a lot of distraction, it has brought a lot of attraction, right? You can create a playlist on iTunes or whatever and just, and just get lost in worship, right? This is one of the ways you can activate the power of the Holy Ghost, you would worship and you get instructions. You would worship. I, I remember in 2020 when we did the spirit of invention. 
You know, Pastor Amir said that, let's pray the prayer God vent on me. So I don't know if some people pray that prayer, but me, I went home and said, ah, God, you must vent, this vent, you must vent on me. Because, I mean, my understanding of getting breakthrough as a young person is getting into technology, right? And because I'm not, not like I don't understand tech, I've done project management in technology for years, but I just feel like technology is not my thing. I understand technology, but I have a place I want to play in. And I began to pray, God vent on me, God vent on me. This vent, you must vent it on me. Right? Nothing was vented. Until one evening, we're just, it was just a doosu you can worship. And we're just worshiping. And a particular name came that became something we used in getting the grants we have today. It was just from worship. So when you're worshiping God, it's also like, uh, I can't explain it graphically the way Pastor Dami explained it. It's like having an intercourse with God. It's like, God, this is me, naked, though. This is the way I am. It's like lying flat before God to say, God, so what's next? It's like breaking our alabaster box to say that, God, I have only 2K of worship in my box. Take it. I am emptying myself to you. Do you understand what I'm saying? See, the truth is, Africa has made Christianity so cumbersome, so rigid, so rigid. You'll say before you can, my father's church, before you can hear from God, you must go to the mountain. I tell you for free. I tell you for free. In fact, as I am now, I know like 15 mountains in Nigeria, strategic places, and the pastors and prophets there. You understand? Before you say something, they will say, can you go to Ikoi? It's not Ikoi in Ireland, though. There's only okay Ikoi. Do you understand? But the truth is, you can you can you can you can actually listen and hear God from your bedroom. By just playing songs. The amazing worship session we have in KMT here. Just plug in and just listen in. And experience God communicate to you. I mean the problem you're facing is just one worship away. So God is saying all this rigmarole and all this trouble. Oh, how do I go about it? In fact, Pastor Dami said something about, about worry. That worry is also a means of creative expression. So why do you want to worry when you can worship? So just tell God that, see, God, meaning that I don't want to think. I'm leaving the thinking for you. God, is there a way out of this thing? I'm saying, God, though, I don't, I don't even understand. Do you know when we worry a lot, we begin to bargain with ourselves that one plus one plus two plus three. I've been in very dear situations in my life. I remember in 2014, after I'd worked as a contract staff for two years in Stambik, right? And it was now time for them to convert me. And now became super story. Someone was now pushing me to somebody, to somebody, to somebody. And, you know, at some point, I even, I told Pastor Damien this story and he was laughing. I had gone to interview as the PA of Pastor Paul Adifaras' wife. It was when I saw Pastor Paul's presence, I told myself, hey, I know do. Because the voice alone, eh, if that kind of man calls you at the middle of the night, you just jump up and say, I mean, not like he's bad, but he has a very... He has a presence. I just told myself, hey, I am not doing, you know. Did you understand? So I'd gone eta skater. And I remember the worship session we had gone for in VI then, that Dusun Yekon came. You know, I, I remembered I was just crying that night. I didn't see anything. I'm not sure if even, even, I, even if I sang any song. I was, just, I was just crying and saying, God, I don't know the way out. I don't know how you're going to do it. But I trust you. 
So worship is saying that I lay it all down truthfully. I don't know how, I don't know when, but I trust you. I have beautiful plans for my life. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I do what? But I trust you. So worship gives us the opportunity to say, God, I don't know how, but I trust you. Hallelujah. Amen. Number four, intercession. Intercession. We can write 1 Timothy 1, 1 to 3, where Apostle Paul was writing to, to Pastor Timothy. If we take up the course of Christ on the earth, it puts us in the position of partnering with the Holy Spirit. Another way to partner with the Holy Spirit is getting interested in what the Holy Spirit is interested in. So, for example, I mean, not like I joined Kings a long time ago, but I know that a day doesn't pass without Pastor Dami calling me. Not like because he wants to greet me or because maybe there's a problem somewhere that it is around my neck. So I was driving past King Solomon. I was driving past and I saw the billboard bending. You know, even if I'm in the toilet, I'll quickly jump and say, sir, I'll get on it. The reason why PDAMS communicates with me often is because I'm interested in what is interested in. Do you understand? So people will say, oh, Uche is not close to me. What does she want to be calling? If it was just say, how are you? But if you tell Uche that, see, I have a business proposal around air making. I have, a, I have this oil that when you put on Cecilia, it makes it brighter. You guys will have regular conversation. Yes, sir. Do you understand? That's an idea. I bet I should go and buy oil. <laughs> because nothing cannot blow in this country. <laughs> right? So, so the point I'm making is, once we're interested in what the Holy Spirit is interested in, the communication becomes regular. Do you understand? You're praying for souls and you're saying, God, I need to win a soul today. There will be communication. God tell you, can you preach in this bus? Can you talk to your neighbor? And you know, the often you speak, the more conversant you get. Some of us, is when we want to marry, we run to God and say, God, speak to me clearly. 27 years of your life, you never heard God clearly. Two months, two guys are toasting you. You are not saying, God, speak to me clearly. It is not God you will hear clearly, oh. I'm telling it is yourself. I'm not saying you cannot, but the more conversant will become. Regularly, that's the truth now. They will say, oh, yeah, go and pray. Like, my, how am I using my father's church? I'm not using my father's church, right? But when it's time to choose a life partner, they will say, bring the three names. They will not start praying. God, GB, Nare, GB, Nare, GB, Nare. God, GB, Governor, GB. I can become a Governor. Larry, Larry, or Larry, what you? Or Larry, what you? Ah, his, his case would, he would have smooth and um, speedy progress in life. Ah, who's the third option? Kenneth. Ah, Ibo man. What part of Ibo? Anambra, 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 Anambra man. Obi Kubana too is rich, you know? So, I mean, a lot of us get to the point where. We now start putting the Holy Spirit in a box and say, you must answer me now or never. Answer me now or never. This life partner, we must partner it. Do you understand? And the Holy Spirit is saying that, can you partner with me in other things? God is saying, I want to feed the homeless. I want to take the homeless out of the streets. You know, we are so encumbered by our own personal desires. We're not paying attention to the things the Holy Spirit is paying attention to. We need to ask ourselves to say that, God, in my generation, what are you interested in? What are the things you are interested in? What are the things you want to commit to? You are saying, God, I want to blow. And God is saying that, what do you want to use the blowing for? God, I need money. And you're saying, God, I need money. I want to be rich. And you're saying, God is saying, why? And you're saying, I want to build correctional homes in 30 cities in Africa. And God is saying, yes, I'm interested in this. 
And by the day, he's communicating to you to say, can you open a website? Can you write an article? Can you publish in the news? Do you understand? So the moment you begin to partner with what God is doing, the communication becomes regular and fluid. You see some people who just, I don't know if any of us have read the books of the likes of Benny Hinn. Benny Hinn and the Kitchen Kumas of this world. And, you know, I, I read those books when I was in university and it almost got, got me into trouble. All right, because after reading those books, you just go and meet a blind man to say, I speak by the Spirit. Can this eye pop open? And the man will say, Sir, I, I think I was just seeing Dr. Lalos and the likes when we were serving in the boy. I need to wrap up in like 10 minutes so that we can go. Because before all of you, you're not going to tell Peter that you were laughing at Lecky. Right? I was just seeing Dr. Lanos and I think Dr. Lanos, Uche, was Uche there? I think Dr. Lanos and Dami Funsho, that when we were serving in Eboni, right? I mean, I was doing CCF. So I was a state's brother's coordinator in Eboni State, right? So we used to go for rural rugged. <laughs> Those days we used to go for, I don't know if they still do it now. You see, at that rural rugged, the plan is you want to win it, so you want to ill and all of that, right? During my time, we have prayed, almost we fasted, eh? We have prayed our years out. Now only here remain. We were ready. I remember then we went to Eziara. I can never forget, in Eboni State, around Africa North, for those who are familiar with Eboni State, right? And it was time, crusade time. We had invited a special guest. So when it was time to minister, that was like, all the blind, all the lame, Come out. Can everybody come out? So they just started trooping out. Started trooping out after the... So they will not say, state coordinators, can you come and... So brothers called everybody, right? <laughs> you know? So, and it boils down to awareness and activation. So all of us just come out. And you know, when you see a blind man, you just say, receive your sight. Receive your sight. If sight no open, you leave the one, go to the next one. Walk, walk now, walk. If that one look carry close, you move to the next one. What's your problem? You are deaf. Can you hear me? You say, I know you. Can you hear me? You cannot hear. Receive your hearing. Receive your hearing. See, by the time you pray for like seven people and none of them is, you now go back to the altar and say that you need your faith to rise up. Or you tell them, go back home. You will receive the healing at home. Right? So, so the, the, the truth is, as funny as this may sound, as funny as it may sound, then we're quite young. You know, we wanted to just do ministry and all of that. But do you know we could have been praying that prayer and someone, although I didn't see any of those things happen, right? I didn't see them happen at that point. But we could be praying that same prayer and you will pray for the blind and the blind will see. The same gist I was giving to Dr. Lance and Dami. I said, we're on a retreat in, on campus then. And, you know, we're having a workers' retreat. My pastor was, was ministering. I was in my third year. And we didn't know a guy came for the retreat and he had passed out in the fellowship beside us. Um, Bukola and I went to the same campus fellowship. Just Nifes was beside us then. And we're just worshiping. Then one of the ushers had gone to the next um, fellowship to check around and saw this guy lying down with foam in his mouth. And he didn't find anybody to call in the old fellowship. Amongst the old Esco, they came to call me. I see sometimes energy can put you into trouble. They say, don't think because I'm shut on that, you know. As the lady called me and said, <laughs> I said, you know, just call me and say, come, 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 come. In my mind, I'm like, ah, is someone sleeping? Is it arm robber? You know, we can, we can fight canal warfare. If it's canal warfare, ah, we can still guide, use plank, or run. But spiritual warfare, you don't know where the arrow is coming from. So that you don't go and use your head to... 
bars, what are not supposed to bars? Right? So as the lady called me, I saw the guy. My first reaction was, oh, guys, stand up now. Which one is all this drama? When there's no drama administration. I realized the guy wasn't breathing anymore. So I also them, oh, go and call pastor. Let it not be like it was when I was praying. Then I said he wasn't breathing again. So that we can know what to do. And, and I'm just being honest with you guys. I'm just being honest. Right? And they had called my pastor and called two other guys. Me, in my mind, in my mind of mind, I'm already thinking, hey, how are we going to tell his family that I came to church fellowship and he was not breathing again? In my head, I'm already thinking about what my mother would say. And this was my third year, and they, they had warned me from home that all this fellowship you are doing around, they are seeing my picture everywhere saying I'm doing MC. Say, you don't have time for your book. <laughs> so in my head, I'm already thinking about the unintended consequences of my actions, right? And we began to pray that night for almost two hours. We just began to pray. I didn't know what we were praying for. I didn't know why we were praying. But we we're just praying that God, like, if you can help me this last time, don't help me again, <laughs> right? You know? And in the middle of that prayer, that guy jacked back to life, right? So I can, I can testify that the, the power of the lost still works. Do you understand? So the point I'm making is the moment you begin to partner with God. God is telling you something about GB and you're saying, ah, I'm shy, I cannot say it. Say it, it's not your word. It's not your word. Pastor Dami said something to me. He said, the muscle you don't exercise doesn't become what? It doesn't become strong. If God gives you word of knowledge, he gives you today, you say, mm, don't let me tell Sister Vicky tomorrow. Don't let me tell Sister Vicky she's anointed. Um, the, Dr. Lan, don't let me tell, tell him he's, he's spiritual. Uh, Sister Uche, she's the one that gives us word. Don't let me tell Sister Eunice, I don't know. I don't let me. See, by the time the word is just coming, the Holy Spirit will just be like, who is this basket, self? That's the truth. That who is this basket, self? That's why you see a lot of people talk about, ah, in my days, in those days when I received prophetic word, it is by use. I know there's sin as part of it, but by use. Why are we posturing the integrity of God's power on ourselves and not God himself? So you say, ah, I don't want to say because I don't know if it is true, but God told you. So the moment you keep partnering with God, and God is saying, you walk into a room and say, can you tell them to pray? And you'll be like, ah, I'm shy. And God is saying, this is my heartbeat. If you're after God's heartbeat, your communication will become fluid. Yes, yes, it will become fluid. The Bible said that, and the shadow of Peter was doing what? He was healing the sick. That guy has walked in a realm such that he has healed the sick physically so they don't touch them. At some point, God was not saying, see, oh yes, I'm walking in your body, I'm walking in your shadows too. Can God trust you so much to say that all of the things I'm committing to you, the word I'm committing to you, can you dispense them? We are saying influence of the spirit. It will not just, it will not just walk by talking and shouting amen. We are, not, we are not the candle in the temple. We are the light of the world. By the time you go back today, God is not asking you to romantize the devil. When you find a girl who is sick, don't even think about it and just say, what kind of sickness? Oh, it doesn't have a name. It's even better. I cast you out, you demon, immediately. You just take his breath and let him go. I mean, it's fine. And you just walk away. You just walk away. And you say, oh, someone died in your street. Oh, who is the person? Oh, it's the gate man. Can you bring the dead body? I speak to you. And you just pray your prayer and you leave. Because the integrity, the efficacy of the power of God is not on you. It's on God. It is God that answers, not you. 
Do you understand what I'm saying? So partnering with God is a major way of activating the power of the Holy Spirit. Are we ready to activate this week? Yeah. Hallelujah. I have two more points to go. I mean, and the Holy Spirit has asked me to really add this. Forgiveness. Forgiveness. We can check John 20 verse 23. I want to quickly raise down now. Mark 11 verse 25. I want to thank God that they postpone master life exam today. So they if I write that exam today. Let it not be heard that minister got 10 over 100. Because I only remember one memory verse. And it's in my sermon notes. Memory verse of week one. Week one. I'm telling you that if you are coming with offering to the altar, I remember that you have a problem with a brother. Drop your offering there. Go and set to the score before you come and pay. Thank God they postponed the master life exam. Eh? It depends on the version you want to use. It's in Mark and it's in Matthew. So, eh, minus 10. Can you see my teachers? So, I'm grateful to God that I have Monday and Tuesday to go and pray for Master Life. So, I'm just saying that forgiveness is so key. One of the ways the devil hinders the flow of the Spirit in our lives is unforgiveness. And it's so, it's so subtle and so big. It's so subtle and so big. I had the shock of my life when, um, I think I was in Troy on campus then. I had this president who was so jovial. It was like the life of literal party. Everybody liked him. Like P-Dot, he was jumping everywhere. Oh, Kenny's, I love you. They now did something in his final days on campus. I think the last week as a president. They now said, if you know you have a problem with P-Dot, um, okay, with the escorts. So they told the escorts to line up that they want to do restitution. I didn't even know who brought that silly idea. Well, maybe it was not silly. Sure. Like, uh, don't mind my manner of preaching. You know I'm not a pastor. So, <laughs> so, so they told everybody to come and if you know you have a problem with each ESCO, come and just come and stand in front of them. And to my biggest surprise, if you see the line behind Pastor Dotun, and I'm like, so you just call like two or three people randomly to say, well, what did P. Dot do? Say, there was one day um, P. Dot was greeting everybody, didn't hug me. There was one day, do you know? We get offended the most by our family members, especially the church, right? And this is a way the Holy Spirit, um, the devil tries to block the activation of the Holy Spirit, right? Unforgiveness is like an umbrella over our lives. It stops the reign of the Spirit. So it is important for us. That is why when the scripture was saying that when you bring your gifts, it's not just talking about offering. When you want to come and sing, you want to come and share the word, any gift, you want to undo the camera. You want to collect offering envelope. When you bring your gifts, you want to direct car park. Drop your gift first. Right? I have a personal policy. I, mean, I don't even know how to put anybody in my mind. If, you have, if I have a problem with you. Like, Dr. Lanos, I have a problem with you. And my only problem is I have a problem with you. Not like I have a problem. I'm just citing as an example. Right? And I'll just express and let it go. But you know, we're not the same. A lot of people say, I'm just jumping and moving on. I mean, it has really helped the way, I would really say someone offended me last year or two years ago. I can't even remember. I can't remember the good things you did. Talk less of the bad things, right? Because my head is already leading the 2021 memory. You understand? So a lot of us keep things in our minds. Do you know some people are even offended that Pastor Dami hurt them? That I was in church today, I was standing beside GB. And Peter said, GB, you're looking good. And he said, Solomon, you're looking good. Do you know some people are offended with those kind of things? If I ask some of us here now, I must have offended one person or the other. 
I know. Like the way I used to whine Minister Vicky now. You know, I don't know if she's offended. You're not offended, Abby. Huh? I, should, I, I, I said it, but she can't get angry at me. So I'm just saying that it's important for us to address unforgiveness. Right? It, it, it sort of stops the flow of the Spirit. You know, we just keep ourselves in a box. You're just struggling. You're saying, I, I can't pray. I can't. The problem is you have, you have a lot of people in your heart. You have a lot of people. You are carrying spiritual basket on your head. And the Holy Spirit is saying, what are you carrying? And you're saying, Larry, Uche, Shikemi, Kenny's, GB. I say, ah. You're supposed to be carrying God matter on your head. You are carrying people on your head. See, the truth is, the things that is getting you offended now, if you check in two years' time, they will not matter. It has, really, it has really guided my life. They will not matter. I remember those days when my father just bought under CRV. I would fight my brothers. Because I was, I mean, I'm still the shortest in my family. My younger brother is twice as tall as I am. Right? I would fight them that they will not allow me to drive because my leg cannot get to the turtle and all of them. And I would say different things. That they are no longer my brother. That I disowned them. You know, there was a day we were just gisting. And my, our firstborn said that, that, you know, can you remember those days you say that we are no longer your brothers because you can't drive? You know, and I said, ah, wait, did I say that? I said, yes, that you said it. That in fact, that because I'm the only light in complexion in my family, I don't think I'm from my father. So I said a lot of terrible things. But looking at it now, in my life, I've used more than like three cars. I can't even remember why I said those, the things I said. Do you understand? So offense is like a temporary rent of our space. It's like a temporary rent. And God is saying, I own this place. Why are you renting it out to the devil? Let's just learn how to, I mean, I know it might, be, it might not be this easy. But as we're preaching, our pastor is just seeing all of some people. The only thing they are thinking is somebody, that sister, the way she modeled at me on the altar. They, that sister, that I know. He's so they'll say, ah, that's Solomon. In fact, there was one time someone came to meet me and said that, uh, me, that I'm very pompous and proud. I said, that's the problem you have, oh. That's it. That the problem is, it's you that is pompous and proud, though, because me, me, I don't have, I don't know the person I should not greet or play with. I don't know why I should not whine or not unwind. You understand? So if you feel like I don't talk to you, I don't think it's my own problem. Maybe you've not walked up to me or we've not crossed paths. So it's good for us to communicate as brothers and sisters so that we ensure that we're not just keeping the space for the devil in our hearts. Hallelujah. Finally, it's prophecy. Prophecy. Isaiah 55, verse 10 to 11. Prophecy. Prophecy. We need to learn how to prophesy the word of the Lord over our lives. Prophesy is written word, but also is what's spoken to you. Keep doing it until it comes to pass. Prophesy. Hallelujah. One of the ways, and my final, my final uh, point here is prophesying. Prophesying, right? You cannot, you cannot, um, the relationship with the Holy Spirit, the speaking relationship. As Dami said, word is like a currency, right? So as we go on this week, you need to keep speaking it. You need to keep, I mean, I remember years ago, Pastor Chris's message, you know, you will say, keep saying it. Don't stop. I mean, so as believers, keep saying it. I know the problem about church is, as you are done with two services in Anthony, as you step out on that stairs, it will look as though nothing happened. I mean, it happens to everybody in Abbey. Why is everybody looking at me as if I'm the only sinner here? It happens to all of us. 
It is only now review. You will now go back to, who doesn't go back to the notes during review? You don't go back to your notes, raise up your hand. So it is all of us. So what I'm saying is, once we get the word, we need to keep prophesying the word. How to activate the Holy Spirit, we need to do what? Keep prophesying the word. All of the words you have gotten. This week, I raised the dead. This week, I healed the sick. This week, through my hand, the blind will see. The deaf will hear. I trample upon snakes and scorpions. This week, I step into eight figures, into nine figures. This week, men of influence and eminence, they look for me. This week is not just an unproductive week. I tick all my boxes, all my goals and objectives. You cannot keep quiet if you're in a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Because when he's talking to you, he wants you to talk back. Do you understand? How many of us are ready to activate tonight with our words? I want to give us two, three minutes to just activate tonight. What do you want to experience this week? I'll give you two minutes to just declare. Can we all rise up on our feet tonight and just declare that this week I walk in the miraculous. This week I wrote signs and wonders. This week nothing falls through the crack. In the name of Jesus, this week I give as I receive. I receive Rakoto Shalatabanaturekebelatosa This week I receive good news from the left to the right, from the front to the back in the name of Jesus. This week, no helpless days in the name of Jesus. No helpless days. This week I rise from the murky waters of depression. This week I get that job. This week that doors open. In the name of Jesus, this week I receive. In the name of Jesus, the Bible says, Eyes have not seen, yes, I've not heard that's all in place in the heart of man. The things you have in plans for me this week, in the name of Jesus, I am one with Christ, I am married to Christ. I break out of mediocrity this week, I break out of low level living this week, low level thinking careless speaking mundane pursuits in the name of Jesus this week I rise and reign this week is an avalanche of testimony they begin to pop here and there in the name of Jesus can you do it for one more minute do you want to declare for one more minute i raise the dead i heal the sick the deaf would hear the blind will see this week I walk in the miraculous. I trample upon snakes. I trample upon scorpions. This week testimonies here and there happening over each other. In the name of Jesus, I walk in the fullness of the Spirit this week. In the name of Jesus, no fleshly days. Flesh has been crucified. I walk in the fullness of the Spirit. Jagadababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababab
In Jesus' name we have prayed. The Holy Spirit will have me of us do something tonight. I want us to make faith-based declaration this week. I want us to speak not based on what we're expecting, humanly speaking, but based on what God can do. I mean, literally what God cannot do doesn't exist. Pastor Dami said something today. He said, the way God loves us so much, what you're asking for, if it doesn't exist, God will create it. Right? If you're looking for an apartment. I mean, I've literally seen God do stuff for us in Kings. And I'm like, man, Peter, we are almost stranded though. And God will just come through. I want us to make faith-based declaration tonight. For this week, I mean, it's going to happen suddenly. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. Do you want to declare, do you want to frame your week by the word of the Lord? Because there will be testimonies this week. Do you want to declare this week? This week I am enlarged to the left, to the right. We are open to opportunities. We receive help day by day until we become a great army like the army of God. No helpless days. I am helped on Monday. I receive help on Tuesday. I receive help on Wednesday. I am helped on Thursday. I receive help on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. No helpless days. I walk in favor this week in the name of Jesus. We exalt you, Jesus. We exalt you, Jesus. We exalt you, Jesus. We exalt you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We give you all the praise. Father, we thank you for such an amazing time tonight. Thank you for your word. Thank you for instruction and direction. We give you all the praise because this week we walk in faith. This week is a faith-based week. No fleshly days. No downtime. This week we receive by faith. We take by faith. We take territories by faith. We receive good news by faith. We enter new territories by faith. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Can we jam our hands together for the living Jesus? Hallelujah. Is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this now.